The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. First of all, Benjamin, I think I would be remiss if I didn't set you up for your What Are You Nuts moment today. And we're a week behind because we had the wonderful Sophia Franklin on the show last week. But we really should have done an emergency podcast because of this fuckocked PGA Live Golf merger. Take it away, Ben. True. Okay. And I still have another What Are You Nuts later. But we'll, we'll do. Look, today is a special day. You get an extra What Are You Nuts. And thank you, Josh. For we are making, blessed. We are lucky. Thank you, Josh, for putting me on this pedestal to talk about the PGA Tour live drama. I went to Instagram stories. I spoke about this a little bit. But that said, this podcast audience is basically global. So I'd be, remiss not, I'd, I'd be remiss not to mention it here. For those that don't know, the PGA Tour had Live Golf come into their lives and threaten to sort of stir things up in the golf world. They took all of their top players. They made an offer to a Tiger Woods for $800 million. They made an offer to Justin Thomas, a, a dear friend of the pod, for I think somewhere between $100 and $200 million. And all of these players, this is life-changing money. All nice. of these, all of these players, and by the way, those are for like three-year deals. Tiger Woods was like eight hundred million for three years to play in thirteen events. It's ins- insane. Something that nobody, nobody should ever turn down. And That's they almost were, better than my infamil formula deal that I just did with my family. <laughs> which, by the way, we'll talk about that after. You've never looked more beautiful. Thank you, gorgeous. That, Love you, infamil. That that said, the PGA Tour put so much pressure on these players to say no. Because it wasn't right, right? Because you're taking money from Saudi Arabia. It doesn't matter how much it is. Have some morals. Don't take it. So all of the players that did take it from Dustin Johnson to Phil Mickelson, amazing players, were like, oh my God. It was like... Character uh, assassination. 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 Meanwhile, the PGA Tour decided to merge with Live Golf. (laughs) This was just last week. And the PGA Tour apparently just wasn't offered enough money in the upfront to consider this. So they decided to tell all of their top players that they were bad people by taking the deal. And they ended up taking a deal anyways. And now you have a guy like Phil Mickelson who's making $200 million to play for the PGA Tour because they merged. So all I got to say is, what are you nuts? If you're going to hold yourself to a higher standard, you got to hold it. You have to have some integrity, man. And instead... Wow, I would feel like such, not only such a schmuck if I was like a, a Tiger Woods or a Rory McIlroy, but I would feel so upset at the PGA Tour because of how mistreated, like uh, the situation was so mishandled. It's terrible and it's groundbreaking. We've never seen anything like this in sports in our lifetime. Groundbreaking. I, I I will tell you, I'm the most outraged. Here's two things. And, and it's one thing you brought up months ago, which I thought was so spot on. You were like, competition is good because PGA has been a monopoly. And the golf experience as a spectator, especially on TV, is so massively flawed. The fact that there's no caddy cam, there's no velocity meter, there's nothing fun. There's no fun PGA, the the PGA angels, you know, like, you know, guys and girls in cute outfits, you know, maybe they come around, hole 17, you know, that would be like, yep. like a major, like a boxing match. That would be cute. And I'm not, listen, 
I want to objectify men, women, everybody's getting objectified in my world. Children. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like I was. <laughs> like I was, God damn it. I'm paying it forward. Spot on. Spot on. So I think you were so right in saying that competition is good. It's great there's another player in town. And I just think the level of buffoonery, if anyone dares references 9-11 in some disingenuous way or or uh, using it as a tool in which to to win some argument that you were so clearly being an utter hypocrite about is extremely whack and unacceptable whack. Whack, whack 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 speaking of whack again we're catching up a little bit what happened in new york last week with these wildfires from canada making it so that we had just clouds of just orange clouds and nobody could breathe and it was terrible and all of a sudden you have all these stupid californians like yourself saying oh this is just another day in cali and so if it's another day in cali why doesn't anybody talk about it all of a sudden california they do. I, you, I thought, Cal I thought california news i thought california was the greatest place on earth if it's the greatest place on earth then why in the world would anybody live there if you can't breathe you can't breathe all the time it's yeah. always that bad so why yeah. do you live there why do you we're, live there? Because we're not a bunch of schmendricks inundating our social media feeds with like, it's uh, or getting Dune vibes. <laughs> Mad Max. <laughs> Marshall liked that one. It's just like, we're so used to it. But here's the crazy part. And by the way, like, shout out and God bless Canada, my favorite place. And like what they're going through, like to have the fires that close. But you were getting drifts from Edmonton, which is... 1800 miles away from you like that's how much it was affecting you our fires are in malibu like they're like you can see them and you're just like you think they're gonna make their way down here like i was once doing a brand deal and driving through the 405 i i remember because i always remember when i'm making money and i was driving <laughs> north on the 405 there were fires on both sides and i could feel the heat through my car oh my god but you know what Shout out Google smart home thermostat. But why does, why has nobody solved this problem? Why isn't this then like the number one problem to solve? Like what, I'm not saying that disasters? the- No, I'm just saying like, of course the oceans are incredibly important. Let's clean up the oceans. Let's make sure that we uh, don't have any pollution in the oceans. I'm a huge ocean man. I love the ocean. I'm, I am the ocean. I sound like Trump. I am ocean. <laughs> I'm ocean. I'm ocean man. We, we believe you. <laughs> That's that said, like you can't figure out how to put out a fire. They're very big, Ben. I get it, but you can't figure it out. They really stretch. I I just well, I, you know, Kim Kardashian during the fires that were really bad, maybe a couple years ago, hired a private fire department to come in and protect her home. Wow! By the way, way to use your money. Listen, if you're going to use it, I can't, I get it. If you've got the resource, maybe you save a couple other homes in your complex. That'd be nice. No, you know? nah. If I'm the neighbor and my shit's on fire <laughs> and I'm literally looking at like a 30 person <laughs> fire department force, you know, they're all fucking kiyit and they're shooting <sighs> Fiji water on these fires while my fucking life is in, is just in flames. I'd be like, Kim, please. She'd be like, sorry. <laughs> and it was all an undercover brand deal for Fiji. <laughs> like, I get it. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, New York was absolute mayhem. And if, if this is just what happens in California all the time, then all of the news sources reporting 
that New York had the worst like oxygen level or whatever the fuck it was in the world at that time seems like a very dramatic thing to say if it happens in California all the time and is NBD. It is indeed NBD here. And it does. It's like once a year we have a season. But here's the reality, right? Like I was listening to Burt Kreischer, who's coming on the show. Ooh. Great comedian, the machine, Burt Kreischer. And he was on a pod saying people and things are so weird in Florida because there are predators everywhere. Everything is trying to kill you. And if not, if it's not a, a gator or a copperhead snake or your neighbor, <laughs> you know, it's a fucking hurricane. Like, I know you have family down in Florida. You know how hard it is to get homeowners insurance in Florida? Almost impossible. Like every part of this country is trying to kill you in some respect. Yeah. I mean, it goes into the fact that you have to pay like 15 times the price of a door and of your glass windows because they all have to be hurricane proof. I remember my brother-in-laws moved in, they both got houses and they were complaining that their front door was like 20 grand because you need a door that withstands all this crap. So again, I ask, why do people live there? Why do people live in California? New York, this is a once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime, we had this problem. New York, it's the place to be. God, you and the New York Tourism Board over there. I just, speaking of, I saw that your gorgeous wife was at a dinner with the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, who I we, believe you're not the biggest fan of. We were, I'm, I I am not his, I'm not, no, no, no. I love him just in case he listens. I love Eric Adams. <laughs> Eric, Eric Adams is, is great. I truly have no real reason not to like him. I haven't found anything bad yet. That said, he does tend to party, I would say, but it made perfect sense that then he was at this party. He, he is a vegan. Yes. And uh, he, he was wearing, I I should note, he was wearing Air Force Ones with a suit. Hmm. which A man of the people. A man of the people and a man of style. And uh, this is a lovely dinner where Claudia actually did 10 minutes of stand-up in front of Martha Stewart. How was that? How was Martha? Martha was a queen. Oh, a queen. I have no doubt. I have no she, doubt. She was lovely. And the Minister of Antiquities for Egypt... It, his name is Dr. I don't want to mess this up. Just as a quick aside, as you look this up, Martha Stewart recently on the cover of, of Sports Illustrated at 80 years old, looking like a stunning queen. And I hate to be totally a disgusting man in this moment. But if ever Martha Stewart would ever have either of us, would you? Because I would. Of course I would. What an that's honor. My hall, that's my hall pass. Give me mine Martha. Mine too. Mine too. Share it. That's my. Okay. Dr. Zahi Hawass, former minister of antiquities, an Egyptologist. Like, mm. literally, he's the guy who dug up all of the pyramids, like everything. Were the pyramids everything. buried? Dug up the stuff around the pyramids. <laughs> Investigated right, 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 right. the pyramids. You tried to catch me there, didn't you? You, <laughs> you, are, you are no friend of mine. Pyramids built by Jews. <laughs> Not according to him, but I don't want to get into it. Really? He said no? Damn it. It, it makes perfect sense. So can you imagine I just, us? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to believe. I don't know what to believe. I don't even, I, I don't know what to believe. But she did 10 minutes of stand up in front of him, in front of Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart was a queen. And yeah, just big, big fan of Martha. Big fan. Ugh.
I've been drinking Liquid Death from Jump Street, Poppy. I've been a fan of this company. I'm just proud to now have them as, an, as a sponsor of Good Guys because this is the most natural read I'm ever going to do. Look, there's a new healthy beverage brand out there that, you know, they look like tall boys of beer. I'm sure you've seen them. They're everywhere. It's Liquid Death, right? And they've got delicious water. They have sick Sick, delicious, flavored sparkling water. I like the lime one. But now they have iced tea. Okay? And why are they called Liquid Death? Well, their tall boys brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. Plastic is bullshit, guys. We all know this. I'm guilty of it. I consume plastic, but I'm trying to do better. I've started to carry around a little canteen type thing. And I feel good every time I do it. Uh, look, are you wondering why plastic's so bad? It's because plastic bottles aren't actually recyclable. They just get sent to landfills, even if you put them in the recycling bin. But Liquid Death donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Look, Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand with mountain water, flavored sparkling water, iced tea. You can crack open a tea and just, you know, you take a little chug. You're like, hmm. What is that delicious taste? Is that rest in peach? Is that the armless palmer? You're going to have to find out yourself. You can find Liquid Death's healthy beverages on Amazon or at a retailer near you. And good guys listeners get 20% off their first Liquid Death apparel purchase available exclusively at liquiddeath.com slash good guys. Exclusions may apply. That's liquiddeath.com slash good guys. Are you dealing with hair thinning? Are you feeling a little bit anxious or self-conscious about it? Are you feeling like you're lacking in a network of support because you feel very alone in this thing? Well, guess what? Taboo's over because I'm here to say, Uncle Josh, that we're all dealing with it. Like most of the world is dealing with it. And that's why I use Nutrafol and so should you. It's why I love it because as I said, half of us, will experience hair thinning. It's not only common, it's normal. But you can join the thousands of people who are standing up for their strands and doing something with Nutrafol. Look, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve hair growth, visible thickness, strength. And if you're like me, and I got a great head of lettuce, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to keep it. I'm 36, and this is the hot zone, you know? You just, you never know what's going to happen next. But with Nutrafol, something that's physician-formulated, using science-backed ingredients, it's drug-free, and has reliable results, I feel good knowing I'm taking a proactive approach. And by the way, thinning hair is different for men and women. That's right. I said women, right? We all go through it. But Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas to, pro to provide exactly what your body and hair need based on your biology, your age, and other lifestyle factors. And here's like the facts, right? In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol's men's hair growth supplement for six months. And 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code GOODGUYS. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. 
Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code good guys. That's Nutrafol.com. Promo code good guys. Let me ask you, are you losing more weight? Because I'm no here's the thing about weight loss, and I don't know anything about it. But I know that you start at as you hit certain plateaus, you start to get I don't brave isn't the word. You you start to embrace different types of clothing. And let me tell you, I don't think I've ever seen a shirt like that on you, babe, but you are pulling it off. It looks Am I good. looking like a friggin' snack? Is it's, that what it is? It is hugging your bod. It's like kind of a it's kind of a blush color. It's like an almost a nude, but it's perfect. You look like a, a Jewish flamingo, and I'm here for it. It is a salmony pink, and I definitely am doing well in my weight loss journey. I believe I'm you down. I believe I'm down forty five pounds. Wow! And so the question then becomes, how do I gain muscle? So I've been eating in a deficit. It's the way that I've always lost weight my entire life. Just calories in, calories out. That's the whole equation. Whether whether I've done keto, whether I've done this, whether I've done that. It's always, if you eat less, you're going to lose weight. And slowly but surely, you start to realize, as you know, that you just don't need the amount of calories that you are inhaling to live. There's living to eat and there's eating to live. And I am definitely more on the eating to live. I had to think about that for a second. And, but out of that, I'm definitely weaker than I've been. So I need to figure out how to then get back in the gym. Also, I'm playing basketball for the first time tonight in about a year and a half, I have a new league starting. So I'll let you know if I'm less winded. But yes, thank you for noticing. I'm sure you will be less winded. And yeah, here's the problem. And you'll have to get over it. And I believe you can because you are athletic. But some people never do. I know you have an aversion to the gym and traditional working out. And I think it's a terrible, terrible hump. But once you get, it's a great Jerry Seinfeld quote, which is find the torture you're comfortable with. So yeah. if it's basketball and you can be playing four or five times a week, that's great. It probably won't build muscle, but your cardio game will be insane. But you, like this morning, drop off beautiful baby Max at school, 9 a.m. I'm at a yoga sculpt class, core power wow. yoga, me and 15, you know, cute soccer moms and a couple dudes who are right on like whose sexuality is in question, much like myself. <laughs> and, <we're, laughs> and it's 9 a.m. We're at, shout out Core Power Yoga. It's good stuff. And it's hot yoga with weights. And by 10 a.m., I'm like, I, I'm so proud. Like, I've got, the whole, I've got my whole life ahead of me now, and I'm just feeling like a sculpted king. Have you always been an early riser or kids did that to you? Kids. Yeah. I mean, I I try to think, it's funny you say that. I try to think back to that. I think like up until my mid twenties, I would get up between nine and 10. But then when I met my wife, slowly her family, they're a sports family. Sports people are so used to waking up at 5am. So I started getting up earlier and now it's like, today I slept in a little like 645. I mean, I don't mean to brag, (laughs) but yeah, I I slept in a bit, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's better, I think. I don't know. I think it's better. I think that it's important to get sleep. So I hope you're going to sleep at a good time. But like something that I've been dealing with is Theo wakes me up every morning now. He's just been getting hungrier early. Mm. He wakes me up every single morning at seven. And my alarm is set for eight. I like to wake up at eight. Yes. If I wake up earlier, sometimes that's fine. But what I've been doing, which is such a 
such a bad idea is I can fall back asleep on command. Wow. If I'm woken up, I can go to the door. I can answer something. I can feed Theo. I can get back in bed and I'm out again. And I think that it's fucking up my sleep because I'm technically supposed to be awake once Theo wakes me. And then I go back into this like one hour, like cat nap where I can't get back into REM. And then I wake up and I'm groggy. So it's more of me using this as a therapy session. But I think that I should just, when Theo wakes me up, I think I should just be up for the day, right? Yeah, you should probably embrace, just embrace the suck of it. I'm trying to get into cold showers, which just seems impossible. I've done cold plunges, saunas and whatnot. But the idea of going in out of my gorgeous bed into just, and I got nice cold water. I think it's from a well. Like I'm talking like land water and it's fucking cold, bro. And I don't want to get under that thing, but I just know, I know it's beneficial. So I do it, but let me tell you how I do it. And we've never spoken about this. I will get in the shower and it will be warm. Mm. It won't be hot. It will be warm. And slowly but surely I'll crank it down and down and down. And it makes it much easier. It gets rid of that initial shock. Nice. Maybe it's the shock that's so important, but it gets rid of that initial shock and I get down, 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 down. And all of a sudden at the end, I'm in freezing water and wow. I love it. Well, I wanted to tell you about, I, I actually had a weekend doing some things, which made me realize that when you have a podcast, you gotta, you gotta be out there. You gotta oh, be yeah. out living. So you have shit to talk about. But I, so the first thing was, and I want to hear your opinion on Saturday at the Century City Mall, which is like a marquee mall for Los Angeles. Is that theater. where we, is that where yes. we went for our, for our random meetup? Our first date. <laughs> our first date was at a, a mall at like 1 a.m. Nobody was there. And we, we got a, did, it, did we get that fresh squeezed orange juice from that interesting machine? I think we did. We did. Continue. We did. I'll never. Our first date was there. I'll never forget it now. And so the Hollywood Reporter was putting on this event for kids and, you know, it was Nickelodeon and Paramount Plus and this whole thing. I love an event when it comes to kids. I get these invites. It's gorgeous because it's something to do for the day. As a parent, you're always looking for something to do with your kid. And I'm like, this is going to be fun. They'll have little giveaway things, some food and whatnot. It'll be a great hour. So I did that with Max and we're leaving and we're walking through the mall and I'm like, come on, let's look around. Maybe we'll get a bite to eat. And I see like four, I kid you not, like teenagers walking by me. And you know, when you just get like that spidey sense where you're like, something's off. And I see these kids walk by me and their hands are full. And I look at their hands mm. and they're holding like Louis Vuitton bags mm. and Gucci bags and like really high end bags. And I immediately go, huh? And then I see five guys in suits running after them. And oh my God. I immediately, and I'm so proud of this, like so fatherly. I'm like, Max, come here. And I like literally scoop him up. He's not the wiser. He's probably busy thinking about Paw Patrol and whatnot, but Papa Bear's here taking care. And I immediately like, I get a safe distance, but I want to watch. And the boys look back and see the security behind them and they just take off and they're fast. These kids don't have any extra weight on them and they run through an emergency exit. And I don't really know what happened more than that, but everyone was like, oh my God, can you believe this? And I will tell you what, I knew I did the right thing by first and foremost protecting my son. But then I, mm -hmm. I had a wave of regret. I'll tell you why. I was like, if I was alone, I would have knocked a couple bags out of those kids' hands. And the security from Bloomingdale's 
would have been thanking me, I'd probably get a gift card from them. <laughs> <laughs> I I was like, I certainly wouldn't tackle the kids. It's not my my way, but not over not over bags. But like, I, I was like, I would have knocked a couple loose. Do you ever have that? Do you have a savior complex such as myself? No, I actually have just like a runaway complex. <laughs> like, like if I saw something like that, I would get as far away as possible because the thought of maybe smacking a bag away, which by the way, Louis Vuitton needs no help from me. <laughs> I think they're going to be totally fine. And I don't need, like, I guess the press would have been nice. Like Josh Peck saves the day uh, at Los Angeles Mall. Yeah, like it could have been great press for you. That said, they also could have shivved you. Yes. Is they, it worth the, is it worth the shiv? That's our first piece of merch. Is it worth the shiv? It's a good game. We should do, like a like a question and answer game. Is it worth the shiv and you like put something out there. But it's it's for me it's not. For me it's not. I'm like if I get like a weird that weird spidey sense that anything's happening anywhere remotely near me, I cross the street. I'm a big cross the street guy. I'm also <laughs> a big fake phone call guy. Half the time in the city you see me on the phone, I'm talking to nobody. I'm talking to nobody. I just have found that people don't, like people won't mess with somebody on the phone because then I can say to the person on the phone, oh my God, I'm being robbed. Call 911, right? right? But if I'm not on the phone, I don't have time to get my phone out. So fake phone call, I do a lot, but yeah, I just, I want no part of it. Listen, we all know that sometimes buying a car can have its challenges. And that's why I love Room because it's just the smarter way to purchase a new car. You can shop thousands of cars right from your phone and have your next ride delivered, boom, straight to you like a pizza. But with wheels, it's room. It's just a better way to buy your next ride because you don't have to haggle or negotiate the price of a car, which always gives me anxiety. You know you're getting a good deal. They have like thousands of cars available on Vroom.com. You can make sure you get the ride you like really want. You're not settling. This isn't like a, oh, I guess I'll get. No, no, no. It's going to be like, what's up, dream car? This is what I want. Vroom has it. Let's do it, okay? And you get a full week or 250 miles, whichever comes first, to make sure your new ride is right for you, okay? You also get a 90-day limited warranty with all cars on Vroom.com and, and one year of roadside assistance nationwide, giving you peace of mind while on the road. And babe, if you want to trade in your old car when you buy your new one, or you can even just sell your car to Vroom, whatever, Right. And when you sell your car on Vroom, you get a price instantly. They'll even come pick it up. Right. Maybe you make a new friend. Look, you can buy a car from Vroom entirely online. So next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to Vroom.com and check out thousands of cars. I love KiwiCo, but most importantly, Max Peck loves KiwiCo. Like when the KiwiCo box arrives in the mail once a month, we have a small chant. We start going KiwiCo, KiwiCo, because he's so stoked. He's so excited. And he's just a young boy of four and a half years old. And is he smart for his age? Yes. But he ain't smarter than good old dad because he just thinks he's in for a couple hours of fun. What I know is that I just got him something that's going to help him with science 
or sensory play, games, geography, that every KiwiCo crate is designed by their team of experts to inspire excitement, curiosity, and moments of discovery. The KiwiCo has enlisted a team of educators, makers, engineers, rocket scientists to brainstorm hundreds of ideas to create the most exciting, age-appropriate, and educational projects. And look, we're all guilty. Our kids probably consume too much technology, tablets, shows, and whatnot. But when they receive something in the mail that's going to allow for them to build confidence, to be creative, to engage their problem-solving skills, it just it's such a good feeling for you as a parent to really watch them come alive with these crates that come, again, once a month, and they're specially sort of curated for the age that your kid is at. And it's real engineering, science and art projects with super high quality materials. Look, redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash goodguys. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com slash goodguys. I'm just dying for a hero moment because I really, and like, if I could be assured that the shiv, this is my sick mind, right? I go, okay, we're, okay, let's say I get shivved. Let's see, the thigh's full of major arteries, so that's not good, right? But like, okay, maybe I get a shiv to the humerus, like the arm section between the elbow and the shoulder, and or, you don't want the midsection because it's vital organs. If I could be assured that I would be shivved in a place where I'm straight up stabbed, but I'm not going to die and I'm not going to have nerve damage. Here's what I think about the press. If I'm saving the day and I need to take one shiv press unreal, then I'm going to Cedars Sinai, which is our hospital, which is like five minutes. They know me there. I've had two kids there. I'm Mm. going to Cedars. I'm a hero. They're going to be liberal with the pain meds. It's a freebie. Right. I'm talking Dilaudid. I'm talking something (laughs) nice. Right. (laughs) And hospital food is actually good. I'm going to have everybody and I'm going to have to like put people's minds at ease and be like, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. It's okay. Like, relax. It's not it's not bad. I mean, I would feel like my wife loves me again. I digress. But I think it would be a wild thing. And and a hero moment could really result in some incredible brand deals because what we know now from Ariana Maddox or as Tom Schwartz would call her Ariana, um, sometimes something good comes from something bad. So Ariana Maddox, and I saw this in variety from Vanderpump rules who has had the most public scandal reality scandal ever. Can I give you a list of all her endorsements that she's gotten since this went down? Yes, and I actually want to talk about one. It's probably on there, but mm. one was amazing. But please, please tell me the list. Bloomingdale's. Wow. They're going to need her if they're losing all this product. Big, <laughs> ra- <laughs> Big Grazers. Uber One. That's going to be some nice scratch. Joybers Flavored Seltzer. Lay's Chips. And... There is a sex toys one. So, and Belisa sex toys. I mean, if even if those are all like 100K each, that's an, I mean, I don't mean to make light of her heartbreak, but that's a nice little like golden parachute, no? It's certainly reparations. <laughs> it's certainly reparations and not paid by him. 
<laughs> and look, it's she she turned she turned nothing into something. Her PR team deserves. I've never seen crisis PR like this in my life. It's unbelievable. One that wasn't on that list. I don't know if you saw the Duracell commercial mm. that aired during Vanderpump. There was the best best commercial just about like it was so topical. I don't remember anything about it, but I do know that Vayner produced that commercial mm. and they did an unbelievable job. So shout out Vayner Media for that. I saw it on LinkedIn as I was perusing and I'm sure Duracell paid her a pretty penny. Like to your point, for all the ones that you just mentioned, I bet you there are 10 more. Wow. They are they are cleaning up. She's going on <sighs> Dancing with the Stars. Do you know that? Is she? Yep. Wow. I wonder if she's going to get paid the same amount they offered me. Probably more. Were you offered? Were you offered Dancing with the Stars? I was never officially offered Dancing with the Stars. Like I, I, I this was like right after Drake and Josh. I think I like got a call <laughs> from a manager who was like, "They're they're poking around." <laughs> who who was managing you during the Met Gala invite and Dancing with the Stars? Are you invite? on drugs? Do you think it's anything respectable to do Dancing with the Stars? It's not. No, I think that it would have led to a ton of brand deals. Brands love that stuff. You don't think so? I think that. Who did it? Did Zendaya do it? There's such a difference between, I love that you brought this up, between being a respectable actor. Yes. And making cash. None of them. Although the long, long road, the long, long game is that the respectable <laughs> actors get the biggest deals. But yes, if you want to do a bunch of one-offs, but I don't think, I, I feel like no one... I don't mean to make light of anyone who's ever done <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, but I just am not sure that they have the exact same trajectory. And maybe no. I'm nuts, but I... I no, you're, yeah. no, no, you're not. You're not nuts. You're spot on. You're spot on. Dancing you, with the Stars, you're over the hill. Listen, not, not to mention, like, I've gotten a few... Of, we all get a few of those, like, reality competition shows. And, and it's like, it's never enough money... Cause I can be bought. I think we know this. <laughs> like I, it's never enough money to be like <laughs> the fallout that will come from this is not worth the, you know, whatever it is. So yeah, it's just the real issue is they're not offering enough. I have two questions. The first is, have you ever been offered to host a game show? And the second is I would like to manifest me and you going on family feud, Steve Harvey. I just love you so much you and your beautiful head and your beautiful teeth. And I love Family Feud. And I think that Josh and I would be great contestants on Family Feud. I love Steve Harvey too. Allegedly, you're not allowed to give him eye contact if you work on, on Family Feud. So <laughs> shout out, Steve. But I, I have, I'm, I'm hosting a food competition show later this year. If, you know, the actors don't strike, it's a reality show. So it falls within the acceptable guidelines. But yeah, so that would be my first thing. But I really, and I don't know if this would fly because, you know, you and I were, were very much the same type. We're two Jews from New handsome. York, handsome, handsome, gorgeous, white passing Jews from New York. But I, <laughs> I see us in a morning show hosting mm. and I don't know if we need more perspective and points of view. We could certainly have on like guest segment hosts. But mm -hmm. I just see us, I think people should wake up with Ben and Josh. Thoughts? Like a Kelly and Ryan. Yeah. Who's Kelly and who's Ryan? I think you're, I think I'm Kelly. Okay. I'll take Ryan. Ryan I'll take Ryan. Ryan's more beloved, but you know, Kelly, Kelly's pulling the strings. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly's, Kelly's a powerhouse.
Kelly's a power. By the way, what a what a duo, Kelly and Ryan. And now it's what it's not Kelly and Ryan anymore, right? It's now Kelly and it, her and husband, Mark. Mark. Yeah, Mark. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Sweetheart. Great guy. Um, I was going to say I don't know him, but he seems great. He is. I know him. I was on a show with him. He played my boss. <laughs> but yes, I morning show. We're manifesting it. Wake up. With Ben and Josh. Wow. Wake up with Ben wow. and Josh. I, I see me living in New York. I see my sons going to Dalton, some expensive private school and, mm -hmm. you know, becoming like total, you know, Chad's and Brad's. And mm -hmm. I just, I see it for us. I see it for us too. And we are, and us. we're closer than ever. We're, we're both living in the same city. Baruch Hashem. I can taste it. Yes. I can taste it. And it's freaking delicious. I love not thinking. I know, new news, everyone. And that's why I love every plate because it just takes the thinking out of what are we going to have for dinner tonight. Look, if you're looking for something to have a really positive effect on your expenses for food this summer that's, you know, going to allow you to have more bang for your bite, well, America's Best Value Meal Kit is going to do that. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Boom. No hidden fees. You can count on great value week after week, and you only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. And look, are you going to do a summer refresh? Well, that's perfect because they have feel-good food like feta-stuffed salmon salads or a Mediterranean steak and rice bowl. Or, you know, you want to be, you want to get really hard on that refresh, do a little veggie full recipe. They have one pan sweet chili turkey lettuce wraps. Ooh, I love those. Or chicken fajita. Ay. Those chicken fajitas, I wish I could bottle the scent of chicken fajitas and use it as a cologne. Look, every plate's going to come in in clutch because you're not going to have to contemplate. You're not going to have to uh, have a think tank with your family about what are we going to eat? And Sally wants burritos and Johnny wants, you know, nuggets. It's like, no, we're going to have something delicious. We're going to have something cost effective. We're going to have something that's super yummy and it's going to be nutritious, delish. And it's already been delivered and we don't have to think about it. Right. And they have 26 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from every week, including 15 minute or less dinners and breakfast 24 seven. It's easy to find something for every meal of the day. Plus, they have up to 22 sides, lunches, snacks, desserts and more as options. So. Get $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code goodguys49. Get started with EveryPlate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code goodguys49. I did something I wanted to tell you cool on Saturday night. I went to a friend of mine, Fisher, works for the American Heart Association and I'm a big fan of the American Heart Association since I was 10 years old, where in my building in Murray Hill, it was 18 floors, and we would get an envelope from the American Heart Association every year from school. And I would ring every doorbell on all 18 floors, and I'd say, I'm here gathering money. Sometimes I'd get one, 10, 20 bucks. Sometimes people would offer me food. I'm like, Estelle, I can't take <laughs> this kugel to the American Heart Association. <laughs> but <laughs> Estelle was senile. But, and I would raise money for them. So I was so happy I got invited to this dinner and the host was Damar Hamlin mm. of the Buffalo the Bills. Bills, who who had an incredibly scary moment of cardiac arrest 
on the field last year and thank God has recovered fully and is tr- is practicing again. And so he was hosting and here's one that it was a fabulous event and I was so honored to be there. And here's one thing I got to say, if you're a football, if you're an athlete in your mid twenties, there's a good chance you're a fan of good old Josh Peck. Cause I mm. walked in there and there were some heavy hitters and Damar Hamlin, this gorgeous sweet pea came right up to me. It was like, dude. And I was like, Damar. And I felt like a million bucks. That is fucking awesome. We broke down that. hard. What a sweetheart That's, he is. It honestly makes sense. You're kind of like Taylor Swift. We spoke about this. Everybody grew up with Taylor Swift, right? And now all of a sudden, Taylor Swift is beloved by these girls. You basically are Taylor Swift. I agree. Except for the millennial man. And now the millennial men are football players. I'm just saying. I do know my, I, I know my demo. And I will say, I remember I was the Los Angeles Kings the hockey team. My son was the puck boy for the night. And so he was basically just standing there as all the, the players walk onto the ice and he's like giving them pounds. And I'm there, the proud father taking photos. And this gorgeous Canadian 21-year-old kid, so much ahead of him in his full uniform, looks at me and goes, oh, no fucking way, bro. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, fucking legend, bro. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's like anonymous Canadian male. You're awesome. <laughs> That's great. We should get Tamar Hamlin on the show. Damar is down to clown. I know it. He is a beautiful guy. His family was there, all his, all his people. And uh, I just think he's, he's wonderful. And, you know, I think it's important. And I learned this at the dinner. It's important that we all learn how to do CPR. I'm just saying, because did you know that more than 350,000 ca- cardiac arrests occur outside of the hospital each year? And here's a fun fact. Did you know that CPR... I, I swear this is fun. It turns out CPR can help. Anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it like gives you a two to three times better chance if it's administered immediately, and we saw that with Damar, to like that you'll survive this incident. So people learn how, check out the American Heart Association. It's it's a beautiful thing. This just in CPR <laughs> helps. You heard it here first. Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> By the so way, quick good. shout out, bu- quick shout out, Buffalo Bills. I know that they're huge toasters. So the Damar Hamlin of it all, the Morning Toast fans, Buffalo Bills. I'm just saying, we're essentially the Bills. We are we're the, the Bills. Bills. We are the Buffalo Bills. Do you have a what are you nuts? I'm trying to think of my my what are you nuts moment of the week. I let's see. You start with your second one, and I will get mine mine loaded up. This is freaking nuts. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. I don't know if you noticed something different about me this episode, but I'm not wearing glasses and I always wear glasses. Perhaps that's mm. why maybe you thought I was a little bit more snatched. Perhaps there's something that I'm giving. I don't know what it is. Yes. And it's because I've noticed that I believe my prescription is no longer valid. Wow. I'm not seeing as clearly. My vision is certainly diminishing as I look in front of my computer. I was originally nearsighted. I never had issues with things close to me. And now I seem to be developing some farsightedness. So what do you do when your vision has changed? You call the eye doctor. Sure. So I called the eye doctor, same one that I saw. I haven't been in probably four years. Call the eye doctor and said, hi, I'd like to schedule an appointment. 
asked for my name, says we have no record. I said, it's been a while. She asked me all this information. It's probably 20, 25 minutes, a full intake form, even though I've been to this doctor. Gets my insurance. We're ready to go. She said, okay, let me just check on an appointment for you. I said, okay, thanks so much. I hold for two minutes. Says, okay, sir, the next appointment we have, you want to guess? Six months. October 13th is the next time I can see the eye doctor. To which I calmly said, miss, what if I was blind? What if I couldn't see anything? You want me just to sit in my room, not work, not do anything? The eye doctor won't see me for five months? What are you, nuts? It's insane. So I calmly said to her, thank you so much, miss. I would love to see another doctor. I don't need to see whatever doctor is gatekeeping her friggin' calendar five months. Is it and someone now, you And now seen? I'm in next week. It's someone I've seen. I'm in next week with a new doctor. Good. I don't care who it is. It's not, this isn't brain surgery or eye surgery. I just, I need a new, I could go to Cohen's Fashion Optical and get one in 20 seconds for free. I just wanted to go through the normal precautions, see an eye doctor, make sure I don't have glaucoma. You know, you got to check these things off the list. Yeah. Five months. Lens crafters, I'm sorry. perhaps. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Any doctor, I've had this before with primary care physicians. Any doctor, when you call complaining to them about a problem that won't see you for five months is no doctor of mine. I'm sorry. If people do it, that's totally fine. If I call you and I need help with something, I need to see you, need to, within the next two weeks. Right. I need to. Otherwise, I won't have that problem anymore. Like, if I waited five months, I would just adjust to the fact that I'm blind and I'd get over it. Right. Right? I'm trying to, it was, what are you, nuts? Did you tell them that you wanted to just change your prescription? Like, you're like, I'll take an exam. But what I really need right now is just a quick change of, of prescription. Cause that's like a five minute now, now better, worse, better, worse. Like they could do that in two seconds. No, I, I didn't tell them that. I was just so blown away when she said that, that I immediately asked for another doctor. I don't ever need to see that doctor again. It's just not, I will I, say I, I just, yeah. Had you articulated your extreme needs and said, and I will take the evaluation of eyes, the basic checkup in time. Cause I realize you're not, if you had said, I really need to get in right now for this, they might've fit you in. Perhaps, you think so. perhaps you didn't communicate that, but I agree with so you. Ju- so just being clear, you're victim blaming me, the blind man that needs an appointment saying that I could have done better. We, your eyes don't work, but does your brain? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, maybe I could have handled it better. That said, no, I couldn't. What are you, nuts? <laughs> well, I, I support that, and I agree. Look, uh, as we know, AI is about to disrupt everything, but especially mm. if you're a radiologist or a pathologist, like there are so many facets of, of, of medicine that's about to get disrupted, but the overall process of medicine needs to be wildly disrupted because for the exact thing you said, if you need to see a specialist, it's going to be months. It's going to cost you an insane amount of money in many cases. And you're just getting the runaround. And like, that's why Amazon, I don't know if you've noticed, like every month they seem to be adding another layer of medical service to their, their site. Cause imagine this, imagine you don't feel good one day and you go, Alexa, I have a sore throat. And they go, 
Alexa goes, go to your computer. We've got, you're in a 20, you know, you're in a 20 minute queue for the next available doctor. And you FaceTime that doctor and they go, you need this antibiotic. Amazon Prime will have it to your house in two hours. Like that's coming like by next year. So mm -hmm. this antiquated way that we run things, it's not going to be working anymore, guys. I'm just saying you heard it here first. Here's my Woody and Nuts moment of the week. Did you know that in Judaism or religious Judaism, that blowjobs are not allowed? What are you, nuts, juice? I didn't. It's a waste of the seed, they say. Oh, 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 oh. That I knew. You're wasting sure. the seed. Yeah. Well, that that we know. We you can't. You're not supposed to waste the seed. But I'm sure that blowjobs are still permitted. It's like soaking from Sophia <laughs> Franklin, right? Like I'm sure that you can do the act. You just have to hold it in for dear life. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> miserable. Miserable. Absolutely yeah, miserable. Terrible. Juice. What? What are you nuts? Do we have a speak pipe this week? Ooh, great question. We do have a speak pipe. Let me get into it. I'm here. Let's let's do let's do a speak pipe before we wrap. Okay. Let's... And I just want to say I've had such a wonderful time with you. This has been such a lovely episode. I do feel like that almost every week. And I want our listeners to really know how much we enjoy this because we really do enjoy this. And I feel like not every podcast that you listen to, the people are really enjoying it. This is very honest, great enjoyment. So I just wanted to make that clear. Hey guys, first off, I want to say that I'm a huge fan of the pod. It makes my commute 10 times better. So thank you for the true mitzvah you bring to my ears. I wanted to get your opinion on the phrase, if he wanted to, he would. In your male perspective, do you think that men will reach out because they want to? Or are some men just lazy even if they do like someone? Would love to hear your thoughts and much appreciated. Excellent question. Excellent anonymous. If, you, if, he, if he wanted to, well, first of all, the wonderful Jewish queen, clearly. Love her. Or maybe she was just playing to us. Who knows? Regardless, she hooked me. I'm hooked. If he wanted to, he could. If he's a certain type of guy. So it's important that you read the type of person that he is. If he's emotionally available, then if he wanted to, he could. And he didn't. So I wouldn't bark up that tree. But if he's like a nice, maybe emotionally unavailable guy who, I don't know, maybe he's like a little bit quirky, maybe to himself, maybe he's a bit of an introvert, right? Like then you have to dig a little bit deeper if you like that type of person. But if you're an extrovert, you're looking to be told words of affirmation, then the guy's a red flag, certainly for you. But I think that it depends on the type of person. Here's the thing, Anonymous. We're so dumb. Men are so, <laughs> so stupid. And I was that guy. Like, I was not super confident. And my wife and I played so many games, like, for years into our relationship when we first were dating, of just, like, not wanting to get hurt, not communicating correctly. So especially early on, like, I, I just think that if you can... And I know it doesn't feel good for your ego and, and nobody wants to feel like they're putting themselves out there, but go to bed at night knowing that you did everything in your power. Excellent take. Should we do one more? We have like three minutes left, but we, I have one more quick one. Yeah, let's one. do one more. Hi, Josh and Ben. It's Olivia from England. I love the podcast. Definitely 
my top podcast. I was going to joke and say top five, top podcast. It keeps me going when I'm working at home. I really loved in the last episode, Homie Hopping. I loved the angle that Josh must have been at when Ben was looking up at the camera because it just looked like Ben was talking to God. I loved that. And I want to say, what are your nuts? Favourite part of my week. Best segment in a podcast. I love it. It's, it get my there. question is, how do you keep the romance alive in your relationship? I, Me and my husband been together 12 years. Looking for any advice? We're very good, but always keen to learn. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs> oh, my God. How lucky are we? I, we're so lucky. I love her. And the fact that we have gone international. Yes. Ta- We're like Pitbull. Tally-ho. We're like Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. How do you keep the romance in a relationship? One, I wouldn't like be so hard on yourself. I would remind yourself if you've been together for 12 years that these things happen to everybody. And I often find that romance is gotten right back by one nice date night. Like you probably haven't like gone out just the two of you in a while, I would guess, or gone maybe on like it doesn't have to be like a vacation or like something huge like just go to dinner go to dinner put down your phones have a conversation and you'll start to realize that you find yourself talking about deeper things than when you're at home because when you're at home it's just like the nuances of everyday life right like you just talk about your days and what's going on but when you're at dinner with somebody for two hours having a nice time I think that you go deeper and I think it 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 really it really helps freshen things up so If you're not doing that already, I would have a nice date night. If you're already doing that, then come back to me and we can talk about more aggressive solutions. I couldn't agree more. And quickly, I will just add, and the date, I find that it's great because you are, you have now become something as a couple, right? You are, you are Olivia and lovely British man who you're married to. And then when you have kids, like you become separate units, but once you were two crazy kids just dating. So I find the date is even better when it's something that you would have done before you had all this stuff, before you were married, yep. before you had kids. Like what's something you would have done with your your partner that you guys did when you were first dating? Recently, my wife and I, we went to this dope art exhibit downtown and we went to the Grand Central Market with all these different food stalls and ate and we walked around and it just was so us. And we we're just two crazy kids again. And with that, we will bid you adieu. Like Follow the podcast, do all the things, rate, subscribe, give it five stars. What are you nuts if you give it anything less? Tell a friend. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Panda Podcasts. Anything else, Ben? No, you did it wonderfully. Five stars. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.